Welcome back to Hug Your People. This is Kevin. We're back in Charleston. Today we're going to talk about the trucks tattoo. We're going to talk about the results we got from the scans last week. And we're going to talk about this new life that we've got and how we're just, uh, we have to make the right decision all the time. This is Hug Your People. I hope you had a great week. This is a uh, an impromptu episode. I'm, as you can tell, I'm, we're back in Charleston and I'm walking from the hospital back to Ronald McDonald House because I have a full day of client calls. And this is how you optimize your schedule. But uh, let's, let's get into it. Let's talk about the truck's tattoo first. Um, a lot of people have been asking about, uh, you know, great sentiments about it. And um, I've wanted a tattoo since I was pretty much 18 and just never, I didn't want to get anything that didn't mean something. And um, thank goodness, because back in the early 90s, there was a lot of stuff going on, uh, a lot of popular tattoos going around that I probably wouldn't be happy with today. But um, this one I feel like I'll be happy with for a long time. So it, it wasn't something that was just something I didn't want. And we were in, it was early on in, in our uh, diagnosis, I guess, or I don't even know if we'd been diagnosed yet, but Baxley and I were hanging out talking on this hospital bed. And... Um, I told him, I said, you know, daddy wants to get a tattoo and he knows what tattoos are. Um, my wife has, has a couple. And so he, he knows what they are. And, um, I said, what, I want to get a word so that I remember the day or, or the feelings or the, the experiences we're having in the hospital right now. And I asked him, I said, should I get a word like survive or believe or something like that? And, um, he said, he said, no, daddy, get trucks. I like trucks. And uh, I get a little emotional just telling that part of it because from a child's perspective, it was so simple. And he was like, get something I like. <laughs> and the four-year-old mind, believe and survive, he doesn't know. <laughs> he doesn't know if he likes that or not. <laughs> he knows he likes trucks. So it was, uh, was kind of funny. And I, I told my, my wife and my sister-in-law immediately, I, we were laughing about it. And then the more I thought about it, the more it just made sense that... I do what he, he asked me to do, and um, I get the word trucks tattooed on my forearm. Now, here's the unplanned part of the whole whole thing, is I got it tattooed on my right forearm, and my right, uh, actually when he, when he snuggles with me, he lays under my right armpit, basically. He calls it the nook, and he, he wants to get in the nook, Daddy, and it's basically, it's his safe place, I think. And the funny thing is that I got trucks tattooed on my arm in cursive and I got his name tattooed on my arm in block letters. And that wasn't by accident. That was so that he could identify his name, the B-A-X-L-E-Y. He knows those letters. And so he could identify it. And so when he's in the nook and he's sitting under, in, you know, I'm holding him, the tattoo lines up perfectly so that he can see it. And he just sits there and stares at it. And sometimes he touches it and... Um, he laughs and he'll say, Daddy, show me your tattoo. And it's just become this really incredibly special thing between he and I. Um, and, you know, when I was talking to Jake at uh, Elite Inc. Tattoo uh, down in Myrtle Beach, when I was talking to him about getting it, told him the story, and he immediately was like, I got to do this for you. I got I to gotta do this tattoo. I have a three-year-old boy. Um, I have to be the one to put this on you. And, um, and so that's kind of 
that was the process behind the trucks tattoo, you know, and, and I'm very happy with it for no other reason than when I hold my son, he, he identifies that he knows that daddy's got his name tattooed on his arm and he knows that trucks is on there. And he knows why. And, and that's, that's kind of, I, I can't attach any more meaning to a tattoo than that. I, I really can't. And so it's, it's become this thing between he and I, and it's just lined up perfectly with how I hold him and how he um, looks at, at it and he wants to see it. And um, it's just, uh, it's really special, really special. So that's kind of where the truck's tattoo came from. If you uh, follow me on Facebook at all, you um, know about the results we got last week. They were uh, really remarkable. Um, I'm going to segue this right into our new life, um, as I mentioned in the intro. But uh, So, real quick, our results came back from our first uh, PET scan, CT scan, and MRI. Um, PET, PET scan basically scans your whole body for infection. Um, the CT scan and MRI are, are checking localized kind of places. That's my understanding. Um, so what happened, we went in on, on a Wednesday got, and, and did all the scans. And what we were looking for is the size of the tumor in, in his abdomen. We were looking for in, any infection in the bones. And we were looking for, there were some spots initially when we were uh, admitted and diagnosed, there were some spots that... Uh, in his lungs that were concerning. So uh, we were looking to see the progress of those and kind of where we stood. And the good news is, and I think it's attributed to um, a, a lot of um, Suzanne and I doing the right things, a lot of prayers and a lot of uh, just positive, positive vibes and Baxley being around great kids and um, being supported. But the lungs, the, the lungs came back totally clear there were no spots on the lungs. The PET scan showed zero infection in the body outside of the, the tumor, obviously, um, which is great. That means that it still has not metastasized and, and spread. And, um, and and the bones were clear. Everything was clear. It was, it was as good a report as you could get. The tumor size was less than half of what it was nine weeks earlier. So as we left MUSC last Thursday, we were on an incredible high. I mean, just great news coming out of the, the results from these scans that the chemo is working. Uh, everything is, is seems to be doing what it's supposed to be doing. doesn't mean that it's easy. It means that it's working. And I'll explain that in a minute. And so um, so the results were, were really, really, really good. And um, we were very, very blessed and very happy to, to get those results. Now, um, when you're talking about chemo, um, if you don't understand what it is, chemo is um, basically it's designed to kill both good and bad cells. Um, and the reason for that is your body will regenerate good cells faster than it will fight off bad cells. And with diseases like cancer that can spread really quickly, um, the risk is worth the reward, so to speak. Um, your, your body's just not going to be able to fight off cancer cells because they spread too quickly. So Chemo is designed to go in and kill the cancer cells. And by doing that, it's also inevitably going to kill some good cells. And that's why blood counts are important, because when we go in for chemo treatment, um, 
it will kill some good cells and Baxley's blood count will be low and he'll be incredibly susceptible to infection uh, and, and illness and colds and things like that. And so we have to be really careful and get a good read on on things like that. So with this last round, after the results, the, that round of chemo that we were doing that day um, left him with some some pretty intense sores on his lips and and mouth and tongue. Um, and so it, it, the best I can quit, it looked like a really bad fever blister and really chapped lips. Um, like needing stronger medicine than chapstick bad. And so it was creating pain for him. And so he wouldn't eat or drink because it hurt every time he touched his lips or tongue with anything, even a straw or, or anything. So he wouldn't eat or drink. And so we we're very in tune with how often he needs to be urinating and how often he needs to be drinking and, and peeing and things like that or eating. And so, um, one of the days he had, uh, he had gone to the bathroom at about nine in the morning and about four in the afternoon, he had had a couple sips of juice and he had had a couple bites of this and <clears throat> he had cried a lot. And, um, we knew that he w it was going to be verging dehydration at some point. And so one of the things that we do in those situations is we call our doctor team here at MUSC um, and, and get their advice, what they suggest, any tips or tricks or, you know, and of course my wife's in the mom's groups and so she's talking to the moms. And um, with the, on the doctor's advice, we decided to load up a couple days early and come down to, we were scheduled for a five-day stay starting Thursday of this week. We decided to come down on Monday night so that we could get um, actually some fluids, some IV, and avoid the severe dehydration. And basically, the, as, a, as a parent, and, and I posted this on, on Facebook too, you know, you just have to be right. You, you can't be wrong, you know, and that adds an, a, a layer of pressure to it, sure. But what it also does is it also starts, you know, from a dad's perspective, um, it starts to bring up the point of... Um, I'd rather make the decision I know is safe than take a chance because it's convenient and, and risk it, especially with my son. Um, so we just have to be right. That's all. Whatever decision we make, it just has to be the right one. It has to be. And at first that was like really, really heavy for me, you know, because um, you always try to make the right decision by your, by your kids, but you also understand that you're making micro decisions most of the time. And is it really a big deal if he doesn't have a vegetable, a starch, and a meat for dinner. Um, is, is it now over time? Sure. If he, if he doesn't have that, you know, for the, his first five years, sure, that can be a problem. But on Tuesday, if we're in a struggle and I, is it really a big deal? No, it's not. And so you just can make a decision and move on. When you're dealing with cancer and you're dealing with infection and dehydration and um, blood count and all the things that you're dealing with, you, you just have to be right. And it just um, creates this really uh, a layer of pressure, but also a, a, a layer of care. And I think the, the layer of care is really what I focus on. And it's like, well, okay, you know, I'm, I'm here at Ronald McDonald House now about to start a, a full day of client calls. But that's how I built my business. That's why I built the business the way I did. And that's why it's mobile. Like I can do it from anywhere. And so I, as long as I have a quiet room and some Wi-Fi, you know, I don't even really need Wi-Fi. I just need my cell phone. I can, 
um, I can still run my business. And so there was no decision of what are we missing out on. And the, the decision really was how do we take care of our son. And so we decided to come on down. Um, and he's this morning he's got the, the IV fluids have, have worked. You know, he's feeling much better. He got some good rest. Um, he's back to trying to eat a little bit. And um, the hospital is able to manage the pain a lot better than we could at home um, with, with the IV and, and stronger drugs, really. But um, so, so it, it all worked out. And so now we'll hang out here today and they'll monitor him today. And then tomorrow we do our urology scan where we check the effectiveness of the bladder and I'll probably take a look at the kidneys and make sure they're, I mean, that, the kidneys are working fine. The doctors have already told us, but we're really going to check out the, the, you know, the, the, the bladder and make sure it's recovering because it was pretty much out of commission for a week um, when we were first getting into this. So that's kind of the life now is, you know, you have to make that call and you have to, you know, in an hour, my wife and I had packed up everything for us to come to the hospital for a week. Now, luckily, we're not going out to fancy dinners and things like that. So it really is three pair of jeans, five t-shirts, <laughs> you know, underwear, toothbrush. Like it, it, it's not like you're packing to go on, on a trip. You're packing to go to a hospital. And so the packing is relatively easy. But in an hour, we had made the decision, packed our things up, loaded the car, and we were on our way to drive two hours to, to Charleston to get get our treatment and to get back better. And um, last night, I stayed with them in the hospital last night, and we finally settled in at about 3 a.m., uh, after we got through the ER process and into our, our room where they admitted us, and um, and then we got a little sleep. So that's that's the life. That's what we. That's the, our next year and change. That's how it's going to be. Um, you you keep a bag packed <laughs> at the house. You know you you make sure that he, his bag is is packed. He's got some supplies packed, and I think that's the um, that's the that's how life is different. You know, but what we are very very blessed to to have is my wife's company field insurance they've been incredibly kind and generous with her she's able to work um, remotely a, a couple days a week um, my business uh, she works mondays and fridays and my business i work tuesdays and wednesdays um, and then thursday's our treatment day so we're both there for treatment and so that's really how life has changed is that uh, we're, we're jamming a week's worth of work pretty much into two days each and and then we're, we're, we have the days where we have to work <clears throat> from hospital beds or from Ronald McDonald House or, or whatever that looks like. And so um, that's really how, how it is. That's, that's just what has come of it. So there it is, episode six. We talked about the truck's tattoo. We talked about our results from our scan, and we talked about how our life is different now and kind of things we have to do. I'm really excited about episode seven. It's called the Dadisode. We're going to talk about dads because I don't think dads get enough credit. I don't think a lot of dads get enough credit. I think some dads don't deserve any credit, but I think a lot of dads don't get enough credit. So we're going to have the Dadisode, and I may have some people on to talk with us. I want you to go out there and do what you do best. I really want you to hug your people. We'll see you next time.